0: Welcome. I welcome you to Ran Out of Talent podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking in here, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. You got Joe Jr. running the show. Me? I'm a man just trying to just rip up go freestyles just for you tuning in to ran out of talent But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time don't take anything just get caught Hol
1: and talk about it but if you
0: Welcome to another episode of Ran out of Talent. My microphone's very warm right now there we go. that's better. I'm your host, Joe Zer, Jr. and with me is my co-host Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey?
2: Oh, it's going all right here on this nice seventy-five degree Sunday evening.
0: Dude, it's been such a nice weekend. Last night I didn't feel like ordering the pay-per-view card, so I hopped on my e-bike and rode to B dubs.
2: Hell yeah.
0: It was super nice, man. Except it's a little freaky riding home at twelve thirty at night. I almost got creamed by a guy running a red light. Oh, no. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it soon enough to where it's like, if I wasn't paying attention, though, yeah, you would have T-boned me.
2: That would have been no good.
0: No. So, yeah, anyway, you brought up, uh, before we started recording, you know, we forgot to mention um, Joe and Empire Insurance, and all the awesome stuff that they did for us at the North Branch. Dude, it totally slipped our mind last time.
2: It most definitely did. Yeah,
0: it is awesome that he does that.
2: Um, yeah, it's he. What was there? I heard there was there was some uh, a couple of kits there, some stuff from Associated. I mean, yep. there was people people bringing stuff t- to him from. from
0: I want to the say product. there was a Hoonigan car that a kid won. Um no kidding, huh? Yeah. Well, Joe Three and I both of our tickets won. Uh, I got a fifty dollar dollar hobby gift card. And um, some uh, Elkin's uh, grease, well Hens Bros grease, mm-hmm. that white lithium grease that works. It's just a tick heavier than like the ProTec white lithium, but it's a tick lighter than black grease. It's a really nice in between.
2: I I use it on my eight scale stuff.
0: Oh me! Too. I was literally about to buy two more tubes. I was down to my last little bit, but uh, hey, I want a couple tubes. Hell yeah! So.
2: Yeah, yeah, big shout out to him. He does that's a yearly thing he does at Loose Nuts.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, what what have you been up to lately? Freaking, I barely hear anything from you.
2: Oh man, I've gotten so involved with racing; it's ridiculous.
0: Really? What are you doing?
2: Um. So last weekend was kind of the off weekend. Um, yeah, you know, obviously Fourth of July came around. Yep. Um, I took the girlfriend up camping. Up on uh, on Mille Lacs with my buddy buddy and his girlfriend. And we had some fun doing that. Yeah. Um, Then this weekend here, uh, Friday night, my dad went to Menominee, Wisconsin to go run his car. Yep. Actually, both or, yeah, his car. Okay. And then um, he did pretty well with that. He won his heat race and finished second in feature. Okay. And then uh, last night, we went to Cedar Lake Speedway and brought both the cars with
0: Nice. Did you run? I did. How'd you do? Did you make them feature?
2: Yep, uh, second place.
0: Really? That's nice. Um, yeah, no, I mean... This
2: whole this whole uh, iRacing deal is kind of paying off.
0: Oh, it does. People don't think... It, it really does. And I'm pretty ticked off that my wheel's still burnt out. <laughs> hmm. I could not find a power supply. And I kept looking. I'm going to have to bite the bullet and get a new servo. But then
2: which which uh, which wheel and pedal set do you have?
0: I got the T300RS.
2: Oh, the Thrustmaster?
0: Yeah. But then I'm sitting there thinking, I don't play enough, but it's like, maybe I should upgrade to a Fanatec, but nah. I don't play you enough could, to do that.
2: You, you could. I like my uh, – I have a G920. Yep. The Logitech G920, and I really like it. Yeah. I, I kind of wish the wheel was a little bit bigger, but – I mean, we can buy adapters for that. Oh, for
0: sure. Put an
2: actual race wheel on it.
0: There's literally two dozen wheels for the Thrustmaster. That's such a weird name for a Thrustmaster. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I have to, like, when I'm Googling things with it, I have to be very specific so naughty things don't come up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I've just been racing RC cars myself. I actually took this weekend off. Um, I had the rare Wednesday night off jujitsu, so I went racing Astro at the Toy Box. It's a blast, but it's not for my schedule because the mains came around at a really good time. Like, we ran the mains, I think we were all done by like 8.30. I was so exhausted, I crashed four or five times in the main. Oh man. Dude, it was bad. I mean, I was just, but the layout right now is so fun. It I mean, if you can make it out on a Wednesday night, it's a great time. But uh, and then the week before that, um, we did the dash dash for cash at Southern. Joey, I don't know what I did to the RC gods. I, I really don't. Because fifth-scale main, um, sweat was dripping in my eye, but I was still winning the fifth-scale main. And then I got my crap together, and then I started just driving calmly and normally. I built up over about a three-second lead over Tony Swenson. And then all of a sudden, my truck just quits. I'm like, what just happened? The um, The brass tube that hooks up to the throttle linkage on the carburetor broke. Oh, Jesus. I swear I'm... Dude. (laughs) I mean, I would understand if something like... Like something common broke. It's an easier pill to swallow. I've never seen anybody break that. But that um, allowed Joe 3 to finish on the podium. He finished in uh, 3rd. and then it was, um, let me bring it up here. Then it was uh, Dennis Schmidt in second and Tony Swenson for the win. But they had a few good, I mean, um, they ran Nitro Buggy, Drew Dock and one, followed by uh, Greg Bommel and Chris uh, Wicek.
2: Greg Bommel was out there even, huh? Yeah, yeah.
0: Helped him dial the ESC on his uh, e-truggy. And uh, Greg Bommel, one e-truggy followed by Brent Tweed and Dennis Schmidt. Dude, it was a good time. They had like 40-some entries and a ton of door prizes. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show. They got another race coming up early August. I, It's one of those decisions that I got to make that I'm hoping I got to go where the Fiscale crowd goes, but I don't know where the fiscale crowd's going. You know what I mean?
1: because
0: mm-hmm. like at southern i didn't even bring any everybody thinks i'm nuts a scale stay at home when i grab my fist scales they do so um, that's fair it's way different the driving's way different i gotta imagine so well not way different um You have to react different. Like, you apex the corners the same and stuff like that. But you got to break a tick sooner, get on a tick later, that type of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're they're definitely a blast. Um, There were two big races in the region this weekend. Did you see them? I did. They had the uh, INS at the Hobbyplex. Uh, That's always... I've always said that if Oh my god um sorry, if um I were to run clay it would be at the Plex. Cause it's just it, it's awesome. Um let's go run some of the techno series here I might, but it would have to be after I'm gonna be taking unpaid days for the uh, NCTS. I burnt through my vacation so oh but you know what though i got a promotion with a really good raise so yeah so i am going to be quoting sales and customer service so i ran a machine for 20 years and no more (laughs) finally in the office yeah i can finally not dress like a dirt ball and you know, wear my nice watches and decent clothes and my decent shoes. And yeah, now I feel English. like a complete pile of garbage when I get off work because <laughs> I've been doing it for 20 years and guess what? When you get home and you're all greasy, you feel like shit. Hmm. Um. What should we look at here? Let's look at um the overall results for 17.5 Buggy because they ran triple mains for that. Doug, La, uh, God damn it, Doug LaVere. <laughs> I know. Doug Lavari, Yeah, he uh, took the overall win. Nate uh, Sutherland in second, and Mason Templeton in third. Um, I watch it, dude. Did you watch any of the video? I haven't. Uh, Mod Media was doing it, and the track looked phenomenal, dude. It was, so they started blowing off after every race now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they got like six blowers, and you just go to the next marshalling spot. Oh, dude, the track was so dialed looking. Uh, Doug won the 13-5 triple, eight main. Uh, Tyler Hooks second, Nate Sutherland third. I didn't even see what pros were there. Let's look see what pros were there. Uh, mod two-wheel buggy. Uh, Brock Champlin wins that one, followed by Dustin Evans and Aiden Horn. Uh, Rinderneck took fourth, Cav fifth, Gonzalez sixth. And, yeah, there was uh, Vanderbeek there, Setzer there, Chase Lemieux there, Aiden Olsen, and Nick Gibson. Dude, that is a difficult A-main to be in. No kidding. Um, Brock Champlin coming up to – Brock went from – my dark horse to winning the worlds to him being my, in my top three picks for winning the worlds. He is doing phenomenal at these clay races. He's not just a carpet guy. He is doing very well, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, Mod Four Wheel Aiden Horn won that one, followed by Brock in second and Dustin Evans third. So it's the same basic looking aiming. Ooh, Cav all the way down in the 8th spot. Cav and that uh, Schumacher need to uh, start getting along. But, uh, he, dude, it looked like a blast. Um, definitely want to go do some of the uh, Techno Series. So if Alex holds to his word, the um, Techno Series is going to be a RC sign-up gig only, and he's going to limit it to 200 entries this year. Why is that? Because it's... It's too much. Anything over two hundred's too much. Two hundred's too fucking much. Like I said the last time I was there, there were one hundred and eighty entries, and that was in like twenty eighteen. Um, and I'm like, yep, this is my last one. Not because it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do not like racing till. I would like to be done at seven, eight o'clock. And well, if you're in the lower mains, you'll be done by seven, eight o'clock. <laughs> Very but, true. But you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's I'm not a late night person at all. And then uh this weekend Dakota RC had their Midwest Nats. They um, did. Yeah, Electric Buggy, Seth Van Dalen won that one, followed by Kyle Holmberg and Kyle Quast in third. Electric Truggy, that's starting, I'm watching it, and it's becoming one of my favorite classes. I had a thought about Electric Truggy and the Associated. I'll hold on to that for a second, but uh, Evan Berg won that one. That kid's getting fast, man. He started the year in sportsman. Uh, Cage Mills second, Dale Reek third, Nitro Buggy, Seth Van Dalen wins, followed by Kyle Holmberg and Al Kins finishing on the podium. Uh, should we just look at, let's just look at Truggy and then Sportsman. Seth Van Dalen wins Truggy, followed by Sean Van Dalen and Frank Miller. And Sportsman is Gunnar Hogarth, followed by Isaac uh, Wyman and Travis McNully. Yeah, I can't wait to go there in August. I love that track. It's almost close enough to do it all in one day, like the drive there and the drive home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If it wasn't all single lane and I could make up time, I think I could do it. Um, so I did have a thought, and I got a plug it event after this, but... Both Dave LaRue and Keith Hodges are having issues with their front gearboxes on their e-truggies their associated e-truggies. I'm like, how are they having issues? Well, because regardless with an e-vehicle, your brake bias is at 50-50. You that is true. You can't, so it's getting way too much front brake. I don't know how you solve that issue. Because like don't, with, huh? Don't use so much brake. Yeah, but I don't know. Cause I don't know how much front brake you run, but I'm at 30% front, 70% rear. Cause I want my, I'm just about that. I want my truck to rotate when I hit the brakes. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So um there's an event coming up. We got a few events coming up, but uh we're gonna work our way backwards here. Um july 29th we're going to be doing that um that um car show race it's a got your six car show race it's we're doing an rc charity event there it's uh saturday july 29th from noon to six um an eight dollar wristband will let you participate in all the rc events however the competitive racing on the big track will be an additional seven dollars a class um the track's going to be 112 by 64 with 11 to 12-foot lanes. Off-road is going to be at about noon-ish. On-road's going to be at about 3.30-ish. Um, yeah, there'll be uh, a smaller track for, you know, a Try Me track provided by party crashers. So there'll be a full-length length drag strip, strip <laughs> a demo derby and King of the Hill. There's going to be an RC Drifter track. There's going to be a crawler course. So there's going to be everything. So,
2: That sounds like a lot of fun, not going to lie.
0: No, parking lot racing is its a lost thing in Minnesota. It used to be part of the RC culture big time. And I think the last real parking lot racing, well, I talked to Keith, and he said, like, Keith and Matt Campbell and a few other guys are doing something right now with touring cars, I believe. But like every Wednesday night, there were a crap ton of people that went to um, Hobby Town and raced. And there was National Hobbies back in the 90s, and we did parking lot races in in Otsego. Um, And again, it's just a lost part because, well, partly because, I mean, for this one event, I'm bringing my regular 10-scale buggy and whatnot, but if I were to race on pavement, permanent or have race it on a regular basis. I would have separate vehicles for them. So I think that's part of it, but yeah, it's going to be a good time, man. And then, um, the weekend before that, the weekend of July 22nd, I believe is going to be round number four, three (laughs) round three. Is it round three? Yep. Yeah. Of the MNRC at FTR. Um, yeah we run the
2: next weekend is
0: the we- Sean's yep third the round race weekend of the 15th is Sean's I won't be there uh I have to work but my truck will be there if there is a fifth scale tr- uh class senior I'll be running my truck um yeah so it'll be it'll be good um yeah so I'll actually talk to you a little bit more about that when we get out the air but um yeah, I'm Sean's gonna have a good double header of a month. The layout's a freaking blast. Have you ever been on that layout yet? Mm-mm. So fast. So fast. So but then um yeah. So let's get into notes here, cause freaking a lot. I almost last week hammered off a of freaking Trulie's. I almost got on here and uh went off about Horizon and Trinity. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, so all of a sudden I see Kevin Abbott's leaving Trinity and everybody's leaving Trinity. I'm like, what's going on at Trinity? Trinity was bought out by Horizon Hobby. I get it. I heard from some people... And this is probably a lie. I heard that the sale went through and it was twenty million dollar sale. Uh, but they're just buying the name. Okay. I don't think it was twenty million. It was probably more like two. Because Horizon bought it. And they got they fired everybody. Everybody. Well, there were three, four people, so it sounds a little it's not like back in the day when they had 30 employees, mm-hmm. but they fired everybody. And Horizon has not released a statement on what it'll be. What I'm guessing it'll be is they're going to try to make their own competition brand, but they don't know what Trinity used to do to make competitive motors. That does not gel with Horizon's profit margins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... In turn, uh, Kevin Abbott's starting his own company called Exalt. Jim Dieter's had a motor uh, for maybe a year and a half. He's been working on two years. He runs Dumper Motorsports, so we'll be okay. Um, everybody's like, well, at least the Trinity name's still alive. I almost wish it wasn't. I kind of, that? because it's not the same. So, and again, you're too young to remember this. You always remember seeing mongoose and Schwinn bikes and all that shit at Walmart and Target.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Mm-hmm.
0: Those aren't mongoose and Schwinn. They're made by somebody, they're made by two really, really big garbage bicycle companies called Pacific and Kent. Okay. They just put mongoose and Schwinn stickers on it. So, parents, when you're looking at getting a bike for your kids that they say Schwinn or Mongoose and you're at Target or Walmart run for the hills, they are dangerous and they are trash. <laughs> but, anyways, so back in the 90s, they started doing that. My buddies and I were walking around Target, it was Target, and they never used to chain up their bikes back in the day. And we were walking by the bikes. I I, I literally think I went there because I had a really bad day one day. I popped five tubes in one day. Five rear tubes. I remember that day. And my mom thought I was doing it on purpose at a point. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at Target getting tubes and I saw I looked behind me over my shoulder. This is ninety-six, ninety-seven. And I'm like Does that say Mongoose? Is that a Mongoose? Because at that point, they might still. Mongoose had a pro BMX team. They were, you could call them, you could legitimately call them like the Team Techno. You could call them Team Techno BMX back in the day. You know, they'd win a national here and there, but they're not going to win a Worlds. Um. And I'm like, I, I I got excited. I'm like, dude, Target's selling race quality bikes, and I look at the price tag, and it was only hundred and nineteen dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Because, um, like your standard, like getting your Traxxas slash of BMX bikes back in the day was a Dyno VFR, and that was $199.99. And that was your entry into BMX racing. So I'm in Target. I jump on this bike, and the thing feels like... Dude, it feels like how an RC car out of Walmart would feel. It feels awful. I was going to say, that doesn't feel very good. No. So where does this correlate? Well, I have a feeling Trinity is going to become the Target and Walmart brand Schwinn's and Mongoose's. I don't think that they can, I, I hope they do. Don't get me wrong. I hope they do. I hope they make an awesome, awesome race brand that they can give to their team drivers and all that. They don't have the skill. They fired Kevin Abbott and Kevin Abbott was the skill behind it and a big company like horizon does not understand what it truly takes to compete in the motor game and the battery game i mean if your irs are above 1.9 a cell you might as well just pack it in well not at um the toy box the toy box you can't use any speed but like at a track the size of thunder road go home seriously um and I bet their batteries come out of the box that bad. I wouldn't doubt it. So that that's my little rant on it. It's like I almost wish it went the Novak or the Lunsford way. We're out peace and, like, Lunsford was weird. They didn't even sell their stuff. Well, the rumor is Lunsford sold everything to sticky kicks.
2: That supposedly is true.
0: Which is fine. I mean, Lunsford had quality. Nobody's beaten Lunsford titanium yet. yet. Mm-mm. So, but, I mean, but I get it. The The reason why Trinity's not going to carry on the way it is is the son was supposed to take it over, but he didn't have interest, and obviously the daughter didn't have any interest whatsoever. So Ernie's trust, the lawyers, you know, they started – Poking and prodding, and they eventually sold it. It's not anybody at Trinity's fault, or it's not her. It's just sad because it's not gonna be it anymore. That is kind of sad, though. Yeah, I mean, I kind of dug their stuff. Um, we talked about the Got Your Six event. Um, oh, if you listen to podcasts on Stitcher. It's going to be going away. Uh, I don't know what you listen to podcasts on, but.
2: Mainly, mainly Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts.
0: I listen mainly on Stitcher and Spotify. Um, what else do we got? Oh, that new motocross bike. Dude, it's broken the internet twice. One for a good reason and one for a bad reason. That is not, um, it's not going to be a race vehicle like we thought it would be. It doesn't corner at all. It jumps nice, but it does not corner. And it's kind of funny. I, I've been seeing a lot of, as well they should be, they're trying to protect. I bet you every big hobby shop ordered at least 100 of them. I mean, what you think? The motocross bikes.
2: I think they're fucking badass.
0: I do too, but they're not race vehicles. They won't be a race vehicle.
2: It'd be a good like it'd be a good basher class though. Yeah. I mean it'd be it'd be something kind of fun to
0: bring that like
2: as like a fun class, you know, bring the Sean's and let's do let's let's beat the fuck out of these
0: things. That would be fun. It would be fun if they made a specific track with, like, bank corners. So um, Sean on the backside of the driver's stand used to have um, a 10-scale track.
2: Yep, I remember that. I raced on that.
0: Yeah, so did I. I I think I held a couple races there myself. And then, um, yeah. And (laughs) what?
2: Uh, I just went down to go. My cat was sniffing the bag of microfibers I have sitting right here. Yeah, And I just went to go grab the bag, and he jumped about five feet in the air.
0: Oh. So if he built, like, a specific motocross track with, like, big berms so those things could corner, it would be awesome. Um, I would love to have one, like, you... I would love to take one around a skate park more than once. That'd be a blast. But Horizon dicked us the way that Tyco used to back in the day. Do you ever see the Tyco commercial with the RC car where your car got loose so the wheels would open up and they would have claws and claw through dirt and crap like that? Mm -hmm. oh it was terrible it was terrible the turbo hopper was awful too there was a turbo hopper there was the one with tracks on it but on the commercials they look like they could beat the living crap out of my race car Mm -hmm. and that's what they did that is exactly how they filmed that Mm -hmm. Um. You know, though, and again, though, it might do well on Sean's track the way it is now because all the corners are big, sweeping, and wide for the mm-hmm. most part.
2: I'd be kind of curious to see one of those things go around the track, though, just for the hell of it.
0: Well, I mean, so I posted one of, of one going around the track at Hoosier, and that wasn't just some you know, average schmo taking their MX bikes out of the box and seeing if, a, I bet you they looked at it, I bet you they tried working on it before they filmed that thing. You know what I mean? hmm So, yeah. And again, it's not a bad thing that it's not a race vehicle. It's not a bad thing. I'm still going to buy one. Now, here's an idea. So, and again, I got to start working on this again. Um, Things have finally settled down a little bit. I'm going to start working on doing video again, okay? Now, I was thinking about, like, to companion these podcasts. I was thinking about getting the Hobbywing motor machine and testing motors I don't know if I would do it, make them do the same amp draw or a KV or what or RPMs and then giving you the data off of that. Um, So let's say have it do like a six amp draw or whatever Mm -hmm. and then giving you the RPMs and KV and all that stuff after. But buying it off the shelf, maybe under a pseudonym. Cause after the first couple, you know, a company would send me insane motors, or maybe mm-hmm. buy them straight from A Main Hobbies. Oh, what would you think of that idea? It's not a bad idea by any means. I got to figure out by what number would I do it by, or would I time them all the same? Would I like time them at fifty degrees and see how they come out? I don't know. Yeah, I it's
2: it's a good it's a good way to get a. Get a ballpark on how everything's coming
0: out. Yeah, and you know, like the old Top Gear, have a big magnetic pole, and you know, put the uh, the first one would obviously go at the top, but then the second one, if it if it beat it, you slide the first one down. You know, kind of a similar deal, and like put all the stats in the description also. So it's there in hard, hard lettering.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, speaking of motors, um, Reedy got a new stock motor. I'm kind of excited about. Did That's you, a spec motor though, isn't it? They, they call it a spec motor. You can t- It's their new stock motor. So I hope it's good. I really do. I do too um do you see uh what happened with the enats today
2: no i actually had no idea they were even going on
0: no it didn't happen today i mean so (laughs) deadline for the deadline for registration with the um
2: not enough entries for mini chuggy and pro
0: four i've seen that yep dude it's i don't know do you put them in the 10 scale nationals or are they done I mean, if if they don't make it into the 10 scale
2: nationals, i do just call
0: them done. Yeah, I think they might be local track only. Um, there's a new track in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I don't dig the name, but I dig that it's a new carpet. It's called Trackside. It's kind of like Hoosier when they call their track the Hobbyplex. No, there, there's the Hobbyplex in Omaha. Hoosier's not the Hobbyplex.
1: Mm hmm.
0: But, uh, yeah, they have a new track in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, I'm kind of pumped to go down there and try it out. Um, What else do I got here? Man, it's notes. I got a lot of them, but they're not fun. So. I'll be honest. I I haven't been paying attention
2: too much to the RC world as much as I should have. Well, you're
0: you're racing big cars. So, I don't know. Um,. Fist-scale guys that listen to this, keep an eye on the Midwest Fist-Scale group. Um, I'm going to get a temperature of where we should race in the beginning of August. So we're looking at, right now, we're looking at uh, Southern. You know, it's your normal one-day event. But CCX, Chi City Extreme, is having a Fist-Scale championship race. But it's, it's a race where... I would have to definitely take Friday off of work mm-hmm. and I'm running short on vacation. Um, I, I want to do, it's one of those things I want to do both events, but obviously can't. So fiscale right. guys, keep your eyes peeled on that. So uh, let's get into questions. But before we get into questions, get your ran out of talent merch at PWR Merch. .com and search ran out of talent search ran out of talent in the search tab uh, look for your t-shirts and coffee mugs Um, let me see here screenshots you know a couple of weeks couple episodes ago Chris Morant goes why do we spend so much goddamn time qualifying and why do we waste track time on the track and not even it? He goes, for example, three rounds of qual's only two count, with triple mains, only two count. He's right. Um, I'm going to play with that this winter at Dollar Hobbies myself. Um, I don't know how I'm going to play with it but the mains are going to be significantly longer and qualifying is going to be significantly less. So, yeah, keep your eye out for that. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but we do spend, we've talked about this a million times, though, and people don't want it to change. Or maybe they want it to change until they get screwed. Like when we were trying heads-up qualifying at 510 Raceway. And everyone was down for it until they're like, oh, wait, I got to start in the second row? But I would normally beat these guys. I can't go and run away? Well, no, that's not the way that works. So, anyway, I'm going to figure something out. Um, I might do a two-lap dash. Like, I mean, like... I call your name. You get one warm-up lap. You do two laps, and that's where you qualify. And we'll do a two-minute like regular round of qualifying, and maybe like eight or ten minutes of mains. That's what I've been kind of kicking around. I don't know how hard it would be, but yeah, dude, screw qualifying for we qualify more than we race. So you know what we should do? What like an idea
2: to toss around is do like a. Do like we do for big cars. Um, you get a hot lap session, which is three laps. And then five, ten minutes later, come back out and do two laps of qualifying. Two laps of qualifying sets
0: you up for one heat. And then after the heat, you do your main. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I mean, but, yeah, I definitely want the mains to be longer. Uh, in electric, uh, he's talking, he only races A scale. But that was after a frustrating time to win. I, I think that they ran like three rounds of qualifying and got rained out the Sunday after, and they knew they were going to get rained out. It was kind of like North Branch, except they knew it was going to happen, and it ha- actually happened. Mm-hmm. So, um Let's see here. Greg Newson is wondering, where did the mini-truggies go? Rick's Hobby Farm had plenty of Pro 4 short bus entries, but I only saw one ET410. Well, you said it right there. ET410. There's three companies that make mini-truggies, but you're not going to pay six, dollars $700 for an x-ray. And the only person I've ever seen a PR, somebody make a PR look good, is Drew Dockin. He is the only person I've ever seen that made a PR look good. So you're left with no choices. You have no choices. And competition builds classes. Now, if Losey and Associated or whoever, you know, just reputable. Like, I want to say, how much is the ET410? Was it like 400 bucks, 350, something like that? It was affordable. X Ray is being obnoxious with their price. And it's just (laughs) one of those things that it's not enough people jumped on the bandwagon, companies that is, because people jumped on the bandwagon hoping and praying that their company would release a truck and it never happened, and the class died. I mean, also, E-Truggy killed it. E-Truggy is far superior than Mini-Truggy, and it doesn't cost a whole lot more. So That is, that is true. Yeah. Uh, Gary Zdenik's wondering, how is the growth of Fiskale going, especially since he's missed the last couple? It's been holding steady 5 to 6 to 7. Um, we've been racing. So, yeah, man. Um, hopefully, you can make more soon. He's been busy getting the big oval ready. So, Dude, not going to lie, that oval is badass. If I can make it out, the I don't know if I can make it out the 16th, but if I can make it out the 16th, I might go do laps. But I doubt it.
2: It is badass. Yeah. I'm talking, like, I never thought I'd have so much fun with a Traxxas vehicle. And, Gary, you're probably going to laugh after I say that. But a nitro slash two-wheel drive mud boss. All yeah. you need is a body and a the upgraded aluminum pipe, and you're set.
0: So after the last episode, I got three or four PMs from people saying, don't. Do-. They, they said, Joe, we know you. Go straight to sprint car. <laughs> so I actually might build one this winter and then see where that takes me.
2: Okay, sprint car, yes, is a good idea. But you you would be so much more better off if you were to start out in like let's say a street stalker midwest mod.
0: I've been racing for too long just to start out. I would rather struggle for a little bit.
2: But what happens if you? You know, you spend a $1, thousand, twelve hundred dollars into putting a sprint car together. Yeah. And you take it out once and you don't like oval. You're kind of screwed with a twelve hundred dollar vehicle versus spending maybe max two, two hundred fifty dollars on a Midwest Motors But back. I do like
0: oval. I've raced oval in the past. Oh. So yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I haven't raced oval in twelve years. But I've raced oval in the past. Um, we used to race like mini late models and 10 scale whatever and whatever we could get our hands on at Lakeside. And then we ran it, raced oval at a roller rink in St. Cloud in the 90s. That was a blast. Dude, roller rink ovals are so cool. And I that- wish we still had stuff like that. Oh, it would be awesome. And then, um, we, um, in the early 90s, we used to, uh, race. So it was way less refined back in the early 90s. So they would have on road or off road and, um, oval on the same day. And they would just move a pipe on the track and the pipe track would be an oval and then they'd move. I would race, uh, off road and oval with my, two-wheel drive car all on the same day. And I would, like these guys, you know, they're putting the rear hub, backwards rear hub on the left side. They're t- I'm just running my normal buggy, and I'm kicking their asses. I miss that. But, yeah, I've always liked Oh, it's just up until, I figured out about Lakeside back in the... Like, me and, like, Trent Fulmer and J.B. Stortz and Sean Van Dalen and a whole bunch of us used to race at Lakeside. So, um, there's never been really a close oval to me. Like, recently, like, Gary's is the closest oval to me, and that's 50 minutes away. hmm So... Yeah, I definitely want to give her a shot, though. Um, Donald. Good. I hope to see you out there this year. Yeah. Donald Tolbert goes, no question, just a hello from the box, Uh, Alaska. Yeah. Um, Justin Dawkins saying roll call for Ironman at Southern Minnesota RC Raceway on August 5th. I'm going to take a roll. For ease-wise, I would really like just to go and raise my fist scale at Southern, but if it depends. If Tony and Dennis and all those guys don't go to Southern and they go to Wisconsin, I might have to go to Wisconsin. But we'll see Mm because Joe Joe 3 and I, we equal two fist scales. So it doesn't take much to make a class there. Uh, Bruce goes, what do you guys think about the new Losey motorcycle? It's not a race vehicle. Um, it won't be. And Xander was, uh, wondering the same thing.
2: It'll <sighs> be a fun
0: fucker on vehicle. You know, also somebody is going to build a specific track for that with wide corners. And if there's a tight corner, it's going to have banking. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be really solid if somebody does that. The corn, it just doesn't like, if you watch a corner, it doesn't lay flat enough to make a tight corner. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So, so I've been kind of curious though. Does that all, uh,
2: does that turn off of like a.
0: gyroscope, uh, yes.
2: Gyroscope, that's what I was looking for.
0: Yes. Um, Everything, the way it jumps, the way it handles, it's all built into that special spectrum system that they made for it. Um, So, like, you can't put your M17 in it or M12 or or your Futaba 10PX. You cannot put your own radio in it, which well you know how i feel about spectrum yes um and I wonder if the gyros I, I wonder what's built into the servos i wonder if we could put better servos into it but either way dude if it's just a basher vehicle they should still set, sell one hundred fifty thousand of them
2: oh not i don't you know have a doubt in my mind that Even I'm sure the the Supercross guys are probably going to have them.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd be silly to go, like, to Moto City. Like, I I don't know if they need to go this grassroots, but uh, what's that one where we, because we had to move the date next week, because MNRC should be next week. Um, Millville. Millville's next week. If they don't have a tent at Millville, Team Losey's fucking up. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They would ease... To those... Don't get me wrong. I wish I was a rich kid when I was a kid, but I wasn't. But to those damn rich kids at Millville, there will be a lot of them. There'll be more rich kids than poor kids. That $600 price tag is nothing to their fathers and mothers. They'll sell... 100, 200 of them, easily. Um, The reason I know that is because Jim Paulson, he used to have um, the track up in Pine City, wheel wheel brokers, okay? Mm -hmm. Even after he's done racing, he still had his, I don't know if it's an HRP license or a Horizon. He had his dealer deal going on still. And for heydays, he would load up on kits. He would stack, I would say, 25, 30 of them. They'd be gone by noon. Like Traxxas, Bigfoot, Slashes, Bandits, what have you. You know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then he'd go back. He'd fill up the... Full-size bed of his truck. I want to say he had an extended bed. I want to say that fucker was 10 feet. He would fill that to the brim, stack them up. The same day, they'd be gone. Sunday, he'd only do one truckload because it was a slower day. And I would assume the same people that go to Hay Days is, are the same people that would go to Millville. I would assume. Right. So... Yeah, dude, Lozy could easily sell. Um, yeah, I like I said, I'm gonna get one. I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna race one. Speaking of bandits, uh, did you see Gary's uh bandit uh is that bandit modified class? No, nope, uh bandit sprint car. Sprint car, yeah. I told him since he has a class called Mud Boss, he should call the bandit class Butt Bandits. Yeah. He didn't like it. <laughs> So, yeah, I hope uh, I hope that I hope he gets racing on that outdoor oval because he's been working hard on it and trying to dial it in correctly.
2: Oh, he will. So, all I right. already know. Uh, I'm putting a mod motor in my uh, in my Midwest mod and my sprint car.
0: Good. It should, sprint should be mod. Sprint should be what they call the 410 class. You should all have big fucking motors in that thing.
2: I had a 13.5 in my Midwest mod the last time I was out there. Yeah. And it wasn't bad by any means, but it, you, it definitely could use more power. Were
0: you just pinned the entire way around? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, if you're just uh, that size oval, I might be talking out of turn, but I think you'd want like a 4.5 or, or a 5.5. Five. I'm putting, a six,
2: I'm putting a six five in it. We're gonna send it.
0: Okay. Cause I mean, a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. Uh look up the hobby farm on Facebook and look at how big that oval is. I mean, you can put the power down. So, all right. And these these slash mud bosses, they they get up and go. Yeah. I mean that that'll probably be as big as class. I think it's the biggest class at uh, the Hobby Plex when they race Oval. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do you got anything else? I don't. Oh, maybe the next one we'll do on a Monday because –
2: Well, I'm going back to second shift.
0: Oh, you are? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll figure it out because the next one will be at the MNRC at FTR and I don't like doing Sunday nights after a MNRC event, but we can – well, I should say the. we'll have
2: to, uh, we'll have to see. I might be able to make the, uh, I might be able to make that one. Yeah. So maybe we can just do the podcast there.
0: Maybe. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So good luck with your racing. Are you racing the big cars anymore?
2: Uh, we'll see. The, The plan is to race this weekend, but we'll, uh, we'll see if work permits. They're, uh, picking up work's finally picking up now so gotcha
0: well that's good all right well i'm joser jr and with me was joey fitzsimmons and we've ran out of talent
2: hasta luego mi amigos